And now it's time for Missed Encounters at the Waffle House. See me and my old lady, we've been fighting a bunch And I ain't quite for sure, but I got me a hunch Now I know I've been drinking, but I'm thinking kinda We met on Craigslist, so I'm hoping that this finds you I know that it could quite possibly be the most humiliating first date that you ever have been on, but I'm willing to look past that. I thought we had chemistry, sitting at the Waffle House, sharing our scattered, smothered, covered hash browns. I really felt that there was a connection there. I found you to be intelligent and witty and look forward to further conversations with you. At some point in life, everyone has gambled on a fart and lost. It just happened to be on a first date, in the passenger seat of my car. Please don't feel bad. The package I sent you with Pepto the next day, and the note that said, First dates are always a crap shoot, call me, (laughs) was meant to be funny, not offensive. I have gambled on a fart and lost multiple occasions. The first time I did it, it was very memorable. It happened when I was five and sitting on my uncle's lap. I am lactose intolerant, but I love cheese. I probably win 95% of the time, but I don't think anyone wins 100%. That's why they call it gambling. I'm the last person to judge you for crapping your pants. In fact, I'm impressed at your boldness. The timing, on the other hand, could have been a tad bit better, like when you're not sitting on a heated leather seat. What I'm trying to say is that if you want to go out again, I would be more than happy to take you someplace where we can get a meal that is high in fiber and less taxing on the digestive tract. I await your call. Tad. P.S. If you shot yourself on purpose to end the evening early, touche. Call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of gree grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down the bayou. I'm the last of the best. They call me the gree grease man. What's up, you bunch of Got many motherfuckers? Motherfucker. Hey everybody. Hello world. Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. I'm your host Jody B. And I'm back with my final installment for Hashtag Podcast Month. Now, I tried to get somebody every week and I think I only missed one this month. So, I mean, you know, it's... Three out of four ain't bad, I guess. 
but uh, this week I really tried to to bring the heat. So I reached out to a uh, fellow podcaster and friend of the show, Mr. Sean Fuller, a.k.a. Imes, from the Horribly Awkward podcast. And uh, I've, I've got to speak to... Sp- I've gotten to spoken. I've gotten to speak to Sean uh, on a couple different occasions and never just one-on-one. And I know the dude had a crazy background and a bunch of different shit, so I really was looking forward to, to getting him on this week. And, uh, yeah, same thing as always, man. We got to talking and chit-chatting and fucking hour and a half into it. I finally had to dip out because I had to go uh, take care of some dad duties. But um, everything went really well, and I'm, I'm happy to have... Uh, God damn it, son of a bitch. Everything's falling apart. Fuck. Whatever. We're back. <laughs> uh, no, man. We had a blast. We got to talking. And now I know we're going to have to uh, catch up again and, and do it probably another episode because we started talking about drugs at the end. And if there's anything Jody B knows about, it's some drugs. But I study. I know about a lot of drugs. I just have only tried certain ones. But anyway uh yeah man i hope you enjoy the episode uh we go all over the place um just a good dude i think that uh he's been at it for a few years now and he's he's really got his shit together when it comes to production so uh yeah i'll catch you on the other side of the episode and we'll talk some more shit y'all Something called control in the heart, so get together, drops. If you work too hard and you need a little rest, try my easy life rub or put some of my balls fixed jam in your breakfast. Try a little bit of head now. Break them off in here, UGK in here, the flip in here, we real in here, baby, you know what I'm talking about? So, I've always been a fan of uh, the rap music. Yeah, that's all I listen to. It's all you listen. I see. The thing is, Sean. Uh, first of all, welcome. Uh, welcome, Mister hey. Mister Sean Fuller from What's the, up, man? the horribly awkward show. Uh, Imes is that? Yeah. Uh, that's the nickname. How did that? Uh, can you give me the the Reader's Digest version? Because I've I've heard it used a lot. And I'm just curious. I know you used to rap too, so it's like yeah. When I was young, I used to like. I was one of those weird kids, and I'd eat. I, I said, "Fuck cereal, fuck sugar, straight edge. I'm gonna eat dry dog food and milk." And I was like, "Imes all the way," because Imes taste the best. I ate that Imes dry with the with the almond milk to be a little bit healthy, and I was like, 
Mm, people call me Iams. I don't think I've ever poured up a nice bowl of dog food, Sean. I've been poor as fuck a bunch of times. I've eaten dog biscuits, and I've even tried the wet shit out of a can, but I don't think I've ever went straight up Cocoa Puffs. Don't be judgmental just because you haven't had the dry shit. You still just confess you ate the wet shit and the dog biscuits. That's fine. I'm telling you as a man, I have have experimented with the, the poor... You say poor. Uh, the the wet stuff is better than some of the shit you'll find on your grocery store shelf. I come to find out, there's a lot more regulation on what they can put in dog food than there is on what they can put in people food. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you can put all kinds of weird shit in people food. But yeah, it came back. Uh, go way way back to like teenager years. Uh, graffiti. That's what, that's where it started from. My mom had a dry erase board on her. On her um, refrigerator, where she got from God knows where, but it was a Imes dog food dry erase board, and and uh, I used to, you know, I was young, I used to be into graffiti and tagging and shit, and I used to, uh, the word Imes was on the bottom, and I just, you know, with the blacky black uh, dry erase marker, I'd, I'd like, you know, give it a 3D effect, I give it shadowing and draw around it, and I just use that as as a name for a long ass time, and then later on in my year, because my name is Sean. But it's spelled J O N, right? So it's like it's like Jean. So that's confusing. So everyone I grew up, everyone I grew up with in at school, knew me as as John, and I was too, I was too socially awkward to ever correct them. So I just grew up as as John to mostly anybody who knew me. People who knew me outside of school knew me as Sean, and then when they see my name, like, oh wait, your name's spelled J O N? I don't get it. It's just confusing, man. It's just so I just I change it to Imes. <laughs> I just like everyone, everybody I knew just called me Imes except for family at one point. So explain that to me, sir. Uh, is that a a like a what's the word I'm looking for here? Is that a heritage name? Like because I've never heard of that before. Uh, what is that something that like just a funny rule your parents made when they named you, or is that some kind of some culture shit that I don't know about? Uh, I I don't know either, man. I, I asked my mom recently. She said, "Oh, your dad wanted wanted it. I wanted to spell S H A W N, and he wanted J O N. And it's like Jean, it's like like French, like Jean. And it it's uh, my dad was on drugs as well. Who knows? Yeah. Probably all, all the drugs. So he just wanted to fuck my life up. He disappeared in my life at a young age, like six. So I haven't really seen him since like forever." Um, so you've got this boy named Sue effect where your dad just felt like <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it. yeah. it's like naming you Jason with an A. No, it was an E. That's what it is. I saw it the other day and it was like J J A Y S E N or something like that. And I said, if you had to explain to somebody that my name's Jason with an, with a Y and an E and they look at you like, what? That's fuck? like Jay Sean. Like Jay, that's like a rapper name. Jay, Jay Sean up in this motherfucker. Jay. Don't it be up in this motherfucker. Jason? No, uh, so it's like the Brett Favre effect, you know? It's Favre, but he says it's Favre, so it's Favre. So it can, your name can be whatever the fuck you want. John. Yeah, so I was, that's why in social media, like Facebook, I just changed it to Sean. And every once in a while, you know, most people who know me now just know me as Sean. It clears up all that shit. Every once in a while, somebody I've known since like elementary or high school will we'll say like, "Oh, happy birthday, Sean!" You know, it's spelled J O N the, the correct way. And even even though that's my actual name, it for a second kind of like doesn't register. Like, what? Oh, oh yeah, that's my name. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like, it, I've 
I think names are very interesting. It's one of those. What the fuck kind of a statement was that? I think names are really interesting. Names are interesting. The different kind of backgrounds they can come from, different spellings. Like people give people shit, but I've seen some pretty gnarly fucking names on paper, specifically with, you know, spellings and apostrophes and everything else. So it's it's kind of like the last piece of, you know, independence that you can actually have. You can change a name to just about anything you want these days. I think mm-hmm. that would be fun just to go through and just. Change it up. You know, my name is Bruce, spelled D R A K E. What? <laughs> it's Bruce, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's very yeah for names, right? People like to be creative because you know, especially our generation now. Like it started with our. I don't know how old. How old are you? I'm uh, thirty. Thirty. So I'm I'm thirty seven. So starting with my generation and moving forward, I think people are just more creative than they were back back in our parents' age. You know, they they just weren't. They they mostly wanted a family name stuff like that. I think our generation is getting more creative and creative. So people want these these different names like flower and lightning and thunder. You know, like weird rain, just weird weird numbers, right? Uh, our weird names, um, but which is fine. That stuff's fine. But don't pick a name that's just weird. And it's, and it's like you have if you if your teacher has to ask you what your name is to pronounce it correctly, that's the wrong name to choose. Right, because that just confuses everybody. Because that kid has to do that seven periods a day for twelve years of his life. You know what I mean? Like seven times a year, he has to tell a new teacher his name, and then for his entire life, that just is dumb. Mine was always awkward being Jody. You know, because it's yeah, it is an ambiguous name, but at the same time, it's mostly female, and it's mostly spelled the way I have it is the female way. You know. I really think I was supposed to be a woman, Sean. At least my mom thought so, because my name is Jody Lynn. Like that's, that's Jody like, Lynn. Jody really? Lynn. And then I, I've got a third nick, or not a nickname, but a third like middle name. It's actually a weird story with that. Uh, you can't tell me. You have two middle names. I have two middle names. Yeah. What What, what are your middle names? Oh, you don't have to say if you don't want. No, that's fine. Uh, no, it's it's Jody Lynn and Harold. Jody Lynn Harold, wow. Yeah. I, Lynn Harold. Lynn Harold just sounds like a badass name right there. Yeah, my name's Lynn Harold. What the fuck? You gonna talk shit? You would think. My name's so. Lynn Harold. I don't. I don't really fucks with the Harold much. In fact, uh, funny <laughs> story. When I was a kid, uh, everybody in my family said that it was Harold with a hard A. Very strange. Yeah. I, I never understood why that was. We it, I was named after an uncle. So Aunt Mary and Uncle Harold, right? I assumed his name was spelled H-O-R-A-L-D. You know, somehow it was spelled Harold. And uh, I was uh, probably mid-teenager, hanging out with him one day at a dinner somewhere. And it hit me all of a sudden. They're from Connecticut. They got a real mm. heavy, real heavy East Coast accent. Yeah, so, when she, so when she would say "pack the car," you know what I'm saying? It's that's a weird sound. So, Harold in Connecticut would be Harold. I told Harold to go down to the store. You know that kind of shit. And so yeah. I think I just have dumb redneck family who were <laughs> like, "Yeah, it's Harold, duh." But and, yeah, it's Harold. <laughs> it's always been Harold, you motherfuckers. It's I don't even get it, man. And but, back to, back to the reason I just started calling myself Imes. There you go, man. It's like all this confusion, man. It's like, oh yeah, I'm Imes. 
It's enough. That still gets confusing because people call me lames because I, as a uppercase I, looks like looks like an L. So it's like <laughs> lambs or lames or. Jeez, man. It does look like lambs. That's that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> lambs. It's like lambs, uh, lambs. You remember what uh, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino? He wanted to mm-hmm. do his Twitter was Don Don Glover, and he had to change it because it comes out the Don Glover. There's no period there. <laughs> oh, that's fucking hilarious, dude. That thing is cool, man. Have you seen Atlanta? Uh, I haven't got to watch the show. That's his though, right? It's a great show, man. I love that show, and it's like. I think it was like only eight episodes, right? The first season. The new season starts next week. But it was eight eight episodes, I think, like 30-minute episodes. Really easy to digest that show. It's really good. My uh, wife has been watching the show Shameless. Oh, I want to, You know, I want to get into that, but I know there's so many seasons. I don't want to feel – I'll get carried away, and I'll do nothing else until I've watched every season. I uh, I grew up rather, rather scandalous and, and – trailer park mischief and it's just it's right up my alley so i get pretty involved with the show when it comes on i'm like ooh, this is this is my people i like this it's uh, <laughs> it's an interesting show man i didn't even know it was around and we told my mom about it and she goes yeah we've been watching it there's like eight fucking seasons of it i thought it yeah. was a new show and they were like no man it's it's been around for a minute it's a good show but they're an yeah, hour every- each episode is an hour long yeah, everyone tells me to watch that show. I mean, most of the shows you watch nowadays are an hour long, but it's just it's different when you have to catch up on eight fucking seasons. You're just like, God damn, like I I, I get carried away, man. I like, that's why I like to catch shows on the first season and stick with them. It's kind of hard to go. But yeah, I was listening to that episode you did uh, recently with the uh, the dude, the other guy. You guys were having a bunch of trailer park <laughs> conversations. It was fucking good, man. Oh yeah, that was uh, Shane from the Shane, yeah. Yeah, that's a good dude, man. I didn't expect to uh, to be on as long with him as I was, but I uh, had a blast. That was a good episode. Talking yeah, trailer some, park shit, man. That's my jam. Yeah, some some people, man, you just can, you can just click with, and it, you don't have to really. I know, I know you do a lot of episodes with different people, so some people take a little more work. You know, like some people aren't as uh, they don't give you the one hundred percent feedback to the conversation, so you have to drive it a little more, which is not their fault. It's just you're a podcaster maybe they're not or you know maybe you're easier easier at talking to other people like i've had that before and some people you just like it's just like both of you cannot stop talking so it just goes back and forth back and forth like oh shit it's been 45 minutes oh it's been an hour and a half what i think does that make sense no it does it's better when it has good flow i definitely have had a couple that didn't flow well and it was just it's not the it's not bad it's just different it's it's mm-hmm. more when I hear it, I get a little cringy because I can feel myself like dominating a conversation. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I hear it on other people too, so I know that it's not just me. Uh, but in some cases, some folks just don't really speak well. Like they they won't keep a conversation rolling, so you kind of got to kick them in the ass a little. You got to ask questions to get answers. I like kicking people in the ass in a conversation. It's a good time. <laughs> It's when you get the good shit out of them, you just go, hey, man, tell me about the time you stayed at your mama's house <laughs> and she stole your car in the middle of the night. What happened? Tell me. Yeah. I, the, the episode with your wife, man, that was like that was a really good episode. I, I love the chemistry you have with your wife, man. And a lot of people don't have that kind of chemistry with their significant other. I feel like uh, judging from just the one episode that I've heard with you with her on it. 
I feel like your guys' relationship is very honest and open. It is. Uh, I don't know a lot, Sean. I know that I've had a few different uh, long-term relationships with people. Uh, I've I've dated a few different people in my life, and I may not be that old, but I I believe that the best piece of advice I can give anybody is communication is the key. You better be talking. You better be talking to your wife, your girlfriend, whoever. And if you're not, then how the fuck are they supposed to know what you're thinking? Mm-hmm. Why would you? Well, I think what you? I think it is is everyone's afraid to lose somebody, so they don't. They want to keep things to themselves. Like for a lot of guys, uh, for just an example, porn. Like you guys are talking about porn, right? Yeah. There's a lot of guys who keep that to themselves because they feel like it's gonna offend their girlfriend or wife or or, or a girl they're interested in, and it's just they they keep that part to themselves and it, it just creates this weird like i don't know my whole life i've i've been very closed in and i've had really a lot of a few relationships but i i just had like 11 year stretch completely single like i i dealt with sobriety and just became like my number one thing for a long time and i was like if i can't be happy with myself i can't be happy with somebody else so i'm kind of sort of in a relationship right now and i'm working on working on it but i'm like i'm just gonna be honest I'm just gonna like not hold anything back. If 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 she doesn't want to stick around, that's that's up to her. But things have been working good because of this. Because I'm just I'm just open and honest about everything. It sounds really dumb, but it's that simple, man. Mm-hmm. And it's, I wish I hope that it, that it works out well. And trust me, you're gonna hit a bump every once in a while, brother. <laughs> you're gonna say some shit that's gonna land wrong, and you're gonna have to be. You know, in the bed with a woman who literally can't stand your fucking face for an evening, and you're gonna be like, "Well, maybe next time I'll be a little nicer when I say it." <laughs> yeah, you get, well, everybody's gotta learn, man. You can't, you can't knock knock it out the park every time you first try. You have to like. It's a difference between bickering and learning how to deal with situations. Then there is like, there's some couples that are just fights. Like that's almost how they get along, which is kind of disturbing in a way. It's not good, if you want my yeah. opinion. Um, I'll say this. Fighting is a very intricate part of having a relationship, especially if you're married. And it mm-hmm. took me a while to figure that one out because we humored each other the first eight years we were together, seven, seven and a half years we were together before the kid came. We were very cordial. Um, we would definitely give a little more just to, to not have to hear any bullshit. Yeah, you know what? Let's just do it your way. That's fine. But then the kid comes along. And uh, it raises a few more issues to where you might just butt heads. And then that kind of starts the chain to where you will, you'll argue a little more, man. You, you'll, you'll stand by your point. It's, uh, it's very strange how the, the relationship adjusts when the kid comes into play. So I'll say that to anybody. If you're in a relationship now, you're thinking about having kids. If you're not open and honest and communicating with your partner... Don't put that strain on that. <laughs> You're gonna break that relationship in half, bro. <laughs> yeah, no kids, man. No kids for me yet. You like kids? Uh, I, I love kids. I just I don't know how I am. You know, I'm very uh, <laughs> very much about my me time. It's like I need to play video games. I need to do things on my time. And I, I feel like having a kid. Well. I get, I get everything changes, right? When you have your first kid, it's like your mindset just kind of changes. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. 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 The, yeah first, I don't know. the first year is a blur. Like you don't even, you really don't even notice it, but you just go into 
dad mode and you sleep very little and you clean you make dinner and it's it's very um routine that first year dude it's just a routine and you're gonna be broken it's almost like the marines i would have said they just they it breaks you in half and when you come out of it you're like okay then you can start to build on that after the first year so yeah if you're not ready for that if you're not ready for that then don't bother because <laughs> it's nah, at, least sense, at least a year at least a year of really pushing you to your limit with sleep with attitude with your relationship it's it's a heavy load of bricks <laughs> to drop on yourself that's why i love like family who have kids and they come around you can you know you can take pictures with them have some fun joke around hear the stupid things that kids say and it's always hilarious and then you're like all right i'll see you next time take it easy guys (laughs) (laughs) i'll say this if you really like kids maybe one day consider it because i didn't really like kids and i had one anyway and i've come around you know i get it kind of now they are fun and it is hopefully going to be my chance to make a better person than me so mm-hmm. i hope it works out but uh other than that yeah everything is going to go out the fucking window so if you think you have a plan of what's going to happen it's not even close to what you think it's it's going to be different <laughs> i got a question okay so the, the 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 generations before us i feel like there was a lot more father issues, like dads not being around, and yes. I, and I see you see that less and less nowadays. Do you think it's like because everyone's connected on social media, a guy can't just disappear? I think, just- I think that they probably are realizing now that there is a very big disconnect with an app not having fathers, mm-hmm. and. I don't, not the shame, but like there's something there now that I think people have something to prove. We all had fucked up childhoods. I'm finding out now. Uh, the people that I talk to and associate with, we're all you know children of broken homes and split families and fucking poor dirt poor potatoes and fucking macaroni. <laughs> you know, one pair of shoes between three people. Shit like everybody's got the story and it's a little depressing when you hear it all i thought i was special but it turns out i'm just a little bit further to the extreme on a big scale that includes so many fucking people man like i hear it every day now different stories of just horror just things that these shitty parents did and i think that we're all kind of on a mission now to not not do that that makes sense and also there's something like for for you coming from this trailer background, this you know like you're you're talking about your past, you know whatever. When you you get like you want more for your kids moving forward, and it's like you know for me, you know growing up a certain way, my dad left when I was young, and I don't know I I I, <clears throat> I just feel more positivity from from the generations going forward, and I th- I think. For some reason, I feel like it has a little to do with social media just because everything is on social media now. Like you see, you know, so, something that happens on Twitter just just goes wild and you hear about it. All these uh, accusations for like uh, sexual whatever, all this Me Too, hashtag Me Too stuff. Yeah. Now going forward, you're going to see a lot less of that. You're not going to see these creepy directors doing all this shit because they know they can't get away with it and they'll be put on blast. You see like uh, – what's his name from um, – uh, what's Kevin? Uh, Kevin. Not Kevin. The guy from the fucking Netflix show. Kevin Spacey. 
Kevin Spacey, duh. Yeah. Um, you like he lost he lost a lot from that from something that happened so so long ago. Some crazy shit. He's just a weirdo, but you just people you see people losing shit, and I feel like moving forward against that's going to happen a lot less, man. I think it's it's pretty nuts that it was such a big thing already. It's not like it stopped. Like if mm-hmm. you think that there aren't actresses right now sucking dick for parts. You're out of your fucking mind. But a lot less. I feel like there's going to be less, though. There probably yeah. aren't as many actresses sucking dick because the <laughs> director says, if you don't, I'm not going to fucking give you this part. But there's probably still plenty of chicks out there sucking a dick just to get a part. I'm just yeah. saying. So that's yeah. it's not stopping, but I think it's the power move aspect of it is what they're going for. Trying to take mm-hmm. away the power. Yeah. Down with men, these pigs these fucking monsters (laughs) i mean but on the complete opposite flip side of that school shootings are fucking every other day it feels like you know every month and shit and it's also because of social media these these people go on these rampages and they kill all these people and it's so fucking sad and they know they're gonna get the they're gonna get that internet fame you know that's probably part of it like it's, it's gonna be all over the news and everything's gonna be no you can't fuck with me you know whether they get shot down and killed or not it's it's fuck it's a crazy time man social media can have really bad effects and really good effects i guess i saw that somebody was kidnapped the other day and i believe through social media they located this child who was like 15 states away from where they got abducted from and it was because of the internet that that happened Oh, shit. That's but, like one of those posts you say, like, share this post. And you're like, well, this is fi- I'm 15 states away, so I don't need to share this. Well, like an Amber Alert. Th- you know, I, I see the utility, but like you said, it also it breeds some pretty, pretty crazy shit these days. I know it's always been a thing, though. I just don't know what the answer is. I don't know what's causing it to get... Do you show the video and then give the idea of, oh, I can get the attention? Because that's one of the reasons why they don't show bank robbery videos. I think I talked about that in a previous episode. Mm. Heard that shit on Joe Rogan. They said that's why they don't ever show videos of people robbing banks. Because they don't want you to get any fucking ideas. Yeah, that makes... that makes Yeah, there's something about it, man. It's just... So why put it on the news with these, these kids shooting up school? It's... That fucking sucks. That's all it's, I've seen all the last week is just guns and kids and kids and guns and yeah people yelling. I don't. Well, it's not know. just the crime they do; it's the fact that they. I mean, it's not just the news coverage. It's the fact that the news coverage puts their face and their name, and you hear their name and their face. And like with the Vegas shooters, I'm I was very specific about like I wanted to talk to it, talk to somebody about it, but I'm like I'm not going to mention his name. Period, and I never mentioned the dude's name. On the podcast because that's that's what he wants. Right. <laughs> so fuck it. We'll talk about we'll talk about what happened and why it's fucking terrible. But we're, I'm not going to mention his name and give him any sort of love or you know fame from from it. Even though my podcast is not huge, it's not like <laughs> it's not like I'm, I've got like a bunch of people listening. Oh, that's the dude's name. Nah, fuck him. You fuck him. You got a pretty good following, Sean. Yeah. Be I follow a lot of people, that's why. Yeah, but that's okay. It's still, every time you send some shit out, it goes to that many people. As far as I know. I don't know. Dude, every once in a while, I'll get mixed up in a chain with, with messages, and I'll get overwhelmed when I get, like, 20. 
Oh, 20 mentions like you said you got to flip through and go okay none of these are actually to me but i can actually see all right fucking here here we go i can't imagine these people that get hundreds of them that would be fucking crazy to mm-hmm. sit there and try to sift through all that shit well i mean celebrities hire somebody to handle that shit for them they I might feel- tweet out stuff but when it comes to like all that stuff like they'll just have somebody go through it for them they'll pay somebody to do it It'll be a fun job, just like a Twitter moderator. Yeah. Go through. Oh yeah, it would. Excuse me, you want me to go through your fucking Twitter, bro? I'll see what's up. <laughs> Sexy legs four twenty two says, "Want to come check out my vid?" Yeah, okay. it's for females. It's weird. Like you, you follow females, uh, celebrities, actresses, and shit. Their their comments are. are crazy it's all guys just saying you're beautiful how beautiful oh i love you oh blah blah you know and, and guys are way more tamer like you don't see none of that especially on instagram man you follow a couple of like i follow a couple of my friend uh female um voice actors and stuff on on instagram and their their comments are just crazy man no wonder why they don't pay attention to it because it's just a bunch of dudes just a bunch with, of dudes with fucking hard-ons <laughs> man with their dicks out yeah, I, I mean, my the girl I'm talking to, she uh she has a small YouTube channel and, and she'll just have guys. She has a um, wish list on Amazon and, and guys will send her like nice jewelry, Xbox Ones, all kinds of stuff. You know, I, I no one's ever once sent me anything, man. And I put in like eight times the work. No, no offense to her, she puts in a lot of work. But I'm saying I'm constantly doing a podcast. I've never ever once got even a dollar donation, man. You know, that's the funny thing about it. It's a labor of love. You're just doing it as a hobby, really, unless somebody's yeah. actually paying you. And some of these people that I've seen have been around for a few years, and they're just now making a couple dollars a month. You know, yeah. it's it's very strange. Uh, I got kind of invited to do some pot and family stuff after talking with Shane. Uh, you know, he was like, "Hey, have you messed with that at all?" And I, you know, I I've really tried to not avoid it. I just didn't want to get in on the the jerk off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it seemed like a circle jerk and i said i'm really want to just kind of do my own thing for a while but i mean i could do with some promotion i'm not worried about it as long as i'm not going to get shit for not like doing enough you know if i just got to retweet shows that i listen to and stuff i'll do that that's fine couldn't hurt yeah i have a i have an extra account for retweeting because i don't I just don't want to bother like like I have some people like I don't want to bother them with uh, 80 million retweets. So I'll put out my thing hashtag Potter family. If people want to uh you know, if people want to share it great, that's cool. I have another account that I just spam retweets. That's all I do. So I'll do it all in there. So I mean, some people probably don't even know it's the same account. Like it's just, it's me, it's the same person, but it doesn't matter. I I really, I like you're saying, it's a labor of love. I do the podcast because, hey, if you can't tell, man, this fucking coffee kicked in. Yeah, we're gonna get. Hype. I'm waiting. Let's take it to a new level. Hit me. Uh, I know you're like, hey, Sean. I'm like, hey, what's up, what's up, Jody? How you doing? Nah, not much. Uh, my name is Jody B. Uh, I'm a fuck up mess to society. Yeah. 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 If you don't notice me, I'm be the oldest G to ever roll on the street. I'm not that okay. old, you fuck. I got an AARP <sighs> discount at Taco Bell the other day. You got a what? I got a senior citizen discount at Taco Bell. And you're 30? I'm 30. 
I'll take it. Wait, you get wait, they have discounts for senior citizens? I guess it was forty cents off my fucking burrito, whatever it was. <laughs> but I looked at the either the lady was being cool, which I don't know, or I've really let myself go, Sean. I don't know. <laughs> but you sound older than thirty. Like your voice sounds you sound a little more mature. You sound like you might be pushing forty, man. Like you're a little, little more relaxed, you know? I'm like Fuck it. I'm a maniac, especially off this coffee right here, man. I walked inside, so <laughs> that's I ordered inside at the. All warehouse. right, man. She's well, you're like, fucking you you're ugly as old, shit. That's you why. look old as fuck. Here's a discount, bro. <laughs> look like you've had a hard life. Here's forty cents off. Jesus, <laughs> man. I think the podcast is a lot of fun. I think that you do a, a, a very good production. Um, I was talking about that with somebody else the other day about just... Yeah, that was uh, the Shane guy. I, I, well, I speak about it a lot. Like, people that mm-hmm. that put time into their shows and actually do some pretty neat things. You're one of them. You definitely you do good drops. You do music. You do skits. I fucking... I love skits. I did improv for a little while. I was in, like, three years of uh, drama in high school. Like, I love that shit. So when you open up your little your sketches and you're like, oh man, the fucking thing, and everybody's playing along, like it makes me giggle. I'm like, this is great. You're just fucking around. Yeah, I used to love doing the improv. It's been a little while because I I, I went from doing the little improv skit to doing the improv skit and then adding sound effects, which took me three hours to edit. And then so I was like, this is fucking too much. So I quit the improv altogether. Now I got my podcast editing down to 15 minutes, which takes a, a lot of stress off my brain that's pretty good numbers man i don't know if i can do 15 minutes it takes me at least an hour to work one down but i mean that's in the can uploading probably about an hour yeah well i mean i just i throw i have a project on audacity so all the intro outro all that shit's just there so i just take out the old auto audio put in the new audio and i know exactly where to split it so i just split three parts and then Export. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. Got to do some volume regulation and some letter leveling. Run yeah. that shit through level later, man. Yeah, I run it through level later. I do that. So I'm not counting the level later five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it takes way shit. longer than five minutes for my shit. Yeah. You know, have you had anybody on your show yet that just kind of blew your mind? Like, I, I see some of these people that get these guests and it's they're they're pretty decent sized celebrities like it's just for some dude fucking sitting in a in a basement or sitting in a garage to have you know uh, i had somebody that talked to Candyman not too long ago Tony oh, Todd dude. actually spoke with him on the on the Skype and i was like that's pretty cool <laughs> have you had you anybody like that that's really rung your bell yet um a lot of people, you know, I'm a big gamer, so a lot of the people I have on are voice actors and that, and I'm, I'm really a fan, like a true fan of their work. So when I get to hang out and talk to them, the first five minutes, I'm a little nervous. But I mean, like Lou Temple from The Walking Dead. Last week, I had Ray Gray from Fear of the Walking Dead. Well, she was awesome. She was so easy to talk to. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, like a lot of people I've become friends with, like pretty good friends with, like Sissy Jones. You know, there's like Hannah Tell. She's so easy to talk to. Najara Townsend does all the horror movies like Contracted. Um, I, yeah, man. I'm always really, really nervous to get started in a conversation. But once it gets started, it's just fucking easy. It's just easy. And it's like, I don't want this to end. Be my friend, please. 
Please love me. So pathetic. <laughs> Be my friend, please. Can I tell <laughs> you? Uh, you had Michael Ray Bauer, I think. Donkey ah, Lips. Yeah, Michael Ray. I t- Donkey Lips, man. After the episode, I tried to con- like, I said, hey, man, I didn't know you were around. And the motherfucker blocked me. <laughs> uh, he, he gets a lot of people. I could only imagine, like, it's what I was saying earlier about people that are even moderately famous, the kind of shit that they probably get through Twitter, just people lobbing just horrible tweets at him all day. Yeah. Well, he gets a lot of people, because, you know, Donkey Lips, he's a, <laughs> the chubby, you know, actor kid, and then he gets all, you know, he gets a lot of, he said he got gets a lot of smear pieces, and a lot of people, like, talk shit, and he's really... He's like changed his uh, Twitter account many times. He doesn't care how many followers he had, so he like he's deleted and restarted new accounts a bunch. And yeah, I just happened to one day go like, "Oh shit, Donkey Lips is he out there?" I'm like, "Hey, dude!" And you know, I watched some of his YouTube vids and sent him a message. And he's like, "You know, let me check out your podcast and, and uh, I'll get back to you." And he got back to me. He's like, "Yeah, cool." And yeah, now we're cool, dude. Um, but yeah, you probably guess like it might, it might have been a tone. You might have said it in a weird like, "Oh, what, bitch, I've been around." It's not that big of a deal. And I don't even think I said anything crazy. It's probably just one of those. Maybe he has a Twitter robot that, you know, that blocks people for some. I don't, I'm not mad. It was just funny. Like, I don't even, I didn't even know the dude was on Twitter. And then you had him on your show. And I said, no shit. It's fucking Donkey Lips. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I got a podcast. Those you know, moments just, are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Those moments like, are awesome because a lot man. of the people grew up like our same time. It's like, oh shit, Donkey Lips. Maybe I'll actually listen to your show, Sean. <laughs> it's hilarious. And I had uh, Tammy Stronach, who is the childlike empress from Neverending Story. Like, she's a sweetheart. Like, she does, she's very family oriented. So I, don't, I didn't even cuss once on that podcast. It was kind of difficult, but man, she's, she's cool as shit. You made a whole podcast and didn't curse. Did you just yeah, it was, to a minimum, it was, or did you just you didn't curse at all? Uh, no cursing, no zero. Ooh. But because she's very like, she does family music and stuff. She didn't want to be associated with that. It was a real short, like thirty minute episode, so it's not like I had an hour and a half to not cuss. <laughs> and when you got off, you were just like, "Fuck, shit, god damn it, <laughs> motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I felt like it. it's like what the fuck I need to say something. Ah, no, not even shit. Didn't even say shit. Price of crap or something. Congratulations. It seems uh. like it would actually be kind of hard to do. And this, I've got a, a a local pod, a local pod. That's what it is. A podcast that's local. Um, that reached out and just like, hey, do you want to do this thing? And I said, yeah, that could be cool. And I thought about it. And I read some of their reviews, and people, that's one of the things that they said, like, oh, your show is family-friendly, so we really appreciate, you know, you guys, da-da-da-da, and they asked me to do, like, just a little guest spot, and I'm like, oh, shit. Um, maybe. <laughs> it's been a long maybe. time since I've had to keep the break on, you know, for a whole conversation. I can do it, but it's it's not me. Like, it's, I'm not... That's not me. I'm very animated and colorful with my words. So, yeah, like fuck regulations. I mean, even though my podcast is called horribly awkward, I don't say too much crazy offensive things. I mean, when I had Sylvia Sage on, you know, porn star actress, that had been my chance to say all the crazy shit. It would have made sense, but I was still kind of 
<laughs> kind of like barely raid R on that episode, man. I think more people wanted me to talk more more about dirty ass porn shit, and I didn't. I think I would have froze up on that one. I haven't had a lot of women on, Sean. It makes me nervous. Uh, Isn't that weird? I could talk to dudes all fucking day long, but I get nervous with women because I don't want to be inappropriate, and I'm slightly mm-hmm. inappropriate. And some, yeah. some women, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, some women can deal with it, some women can't. And unfortunately, I don't want to embarrass anybody. So I haven't reached out to a lot of ladies to be on my show, except, you know, real ass chicks. <laughs> people, yeah, well. People that have seen some life and don't mind having like a real, a real conversation. In real life, I'm not good with talking to women. I, I talk to dudes just fine. But on the podcast, it, I've had, I think probably, it's probably 50-50, but I feel like guys are harder to get on the podcast than women. Like women actresses and voice actors are way more accepting and they want to come on the podcast and talk. It seems like dudes are more standoffish. I've, I've found that to be, in my experience, which is weird, so I... I it's easier for me to talk to women on the podcast for some reason. I don't know why. So people have been like, I ain't talking to you on your fucking show. Like, yeah, No, not really. That. They just don't respond. Hmm. It's it's uh, it's weird. I mean, but Sylvia Sage, she's a stand-up comedian uh, before she's been a porn star. So for her, you can get you can have her on and talk about anything you want. Like she's cool as shit. Man. That seems like a a pretty rough combination of jobs like back to back man my personality though that would definitely teach you how to look at the sunny side i guess yeah because she goes on stage and makes she was a she was a uh a comedian and that wasn't really paying the money so she went into uh into porn which she talks about all this on the podcast but you know then a lot of her stage shit is about porn <laughs> guys love it women probably don't but you know i think more men watch stand-up comedy than women do yeah i think so i i don't know i'm not saying that chicks don't have a sense of humor it's just different like my wife mm-hmm. doesn't like all the same shit that i like and uh i don't know man my brain is a fucking hundred places right now man this coffee fucked me up dude, <laughs> got so. you scatterbrained yeah, I mean, just so if I'm talking way too fast, they say, Sean, sh- fucking slow down, man. You can talk as fast as you like, man. I feel like I just smoked some crank, man. Ooh, let's go, rap! I hate, to, I hate to borrow a, a slogan from, from a comedian, but uh, you ever say something and then wish you could put the words back in your mouth with a shotgun? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking had one last night, Sean. We went to see some friends, and my wife and his wife, they talk, you know, they're, they're friends. They have like a weeknight little clutch where they sit around and drink booze and, you know, get all sauced. And, uh, you know, they talk about us. They talk about our relationships and their relationships. And so they had a fucking little get together last night with these people. And I fucked around and, uh, like through basically dropped a grenade in a room, got onto a conversation that probably didn't need to be had pertaining to you know their relationship and everything and man <laughs> you yeah ever make I, an I, ass uh, out of yourself I, sean at a party just for no no good reason it's uh you know, it's not good 
I see a lot of there's a lot of times like I, I like to be myself a lot and there's you know around a lot of people they don't they don't understand that sense of humor or the crudeness of it and sometimes you're with friends and you're with uh they're you're with their friends and their friends aren't really keen to your comedy or way of talking you just say some shit and you just kind of pause and go fuck this is the wrong people to be saying this weird shit to you know it's like they don't get it they just look at me like this guy's a fucking retard. <laughs> I think that's happened to me a few times. And this was one of those cases where I think I overstepped. I like being honest with people though. You know, like I don't, I've reached a point in my life where I don't feel like I should have to, you know, like, don't fucking say anything like, no, fuck that. I'm an adult. And if I have something on my mind, I'm going to say it. If I think that something could be adjusted to help you guys out, then I'm going to say, Hey, because I fucking care. That's the point, you know. And I apologized to the dude. I said, I'm sorry if I overstepped because apparently he got pretty pissed. And I was just like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted by it right now. Like, I'm still kind of fresh on it. So that's that's why I brought it up. Sorry. It's my own shit. Uh, well, it's also one of the reasons I hate anyone who says, I got to tell you something, man. Let me tell you a secret. Just don't tell anybody. I'm like, don't tell me because – I don't like to be that guy who has to like monitor the way he talks around people and to not say a secret. You know what I mean? Just don't tell me, please. Please keep me out of it. Like I hate secrets. I hate when people want to tell you some shit. Like don't tell anybody. You're like, oh, I'm not going to remember this when I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, I'm going to call somebody and tell them right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let, hold on a second. Let me uh, push record here. Uh, go ahead. What do you want to say? <laughs> I feel like I'm not great with friends either. Like I've kind of gotten distant. <clears throat> It's just been a rough last couple of years with the kid, and so I don't really have friends to speak of. I have people I talk to on the internet that are my friends. Yeah, that's, that's why podcasts great, man. Podcasting. Right. So, you know, these are some some couple friends that we actually speak to. I'm just trying to figure out like if I should feel bad. I don't really feel bad, and I, my wife told me last night she's like, maybe, you know, in the future, just take a different approach or just kind of stay in your own lane like we shouldn't be telling people you know their shortcomings and their relationships and i'm like well fuck it whatever <laughs> i sent dude a text message and just said i'm sorry if i overstepped uh you know i just i care about you guys and i don't want to see you fucking hate each other silently i'd rather you talk and figure the shit out than just hate each other yeah, I mean, friendships are weird, dude. It's, a, it's the same thing as I was talking to you about earlier with relationships. You should just be able to be yourself and just, just be – yeah, just be yourself. When people don't want to be around. They won't be around. That's why it's a lot easier to keep track of your friends that are, aren't locally because, you, you know, you see you see the stuff they're up to on, on social media or Facebook, Twitter or whatever, Instagram. And then you can connect when things feel right. You know, have a couple conversations. You know, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to be meeting up at Starbucks and hanging out for five hours. Right. Although that would be fun once in a while. I like to go play ping pong with somebody. I wish all my friends weren't states away, <laughs> different time zones and shit. Yeah, I get that. I totally get that. Yeah, the girl I've been talking to, she lives in Alabama, so she flew and hung out with me for like ten days. But it's like. <laughs> that's a long way to travel, you know. Alabama, goddamn. Yeah, that's one of my neighbor states, just a little, little down to the left, to the right. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on which way you're looking. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so I mean, it's like I, I wanted to come back. I mean, how do you? 
how do you make a relationship work from that distance? It's like someone's got to make a move. You ever been to like Alabama, Sean? Nope. Ooh. You going to get you a taste I, of the South? You should try that. I, I hear it's like she hates it. She's boring as fuck. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking boring. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. <laughs> no, you can't have no, no, no casinos, no porn shops. Uh, she said she has one, one uh, theater, and it's it's got ten screens on it, and they don't even show the. You know what I mean? Like I, I need, I like to watch movies. I watch a lot of movies, and I need to watch all different kinds of movies. And here, I got so many theaters, and I, I get all pretty much get all the movies over there. She's like, oh, I can't watch this movie. Never came to our theater, our one theater. I lived so. in towns like that, man. Like it is pretty fucking rough. There's nothing. I keep telling my wife I want to get out of here. It's Arkansas, man. Lived here my whole fucking life. That's crazy. Just to have not experienced life anywhere else. No other states, not Texas, not Oklahoma. Just one state over, man. What the fuck? <laughs> I've stayed I mean, you got a big city or, or I mean Little Rock is is a decent sized city the place that i live is i think like 90 to 100 thousand it's it's the outs it's north little rock so it's the subsidiary city of the capital city of the state mm-hmm. i mean we we got some shit it's not the biggest <laughs> city it's uh we got you could, some shit <laughs> you could drive through it in about 30 minutes from one side to the other you know and we got industrial places We've got some really rough fucking rundown places that you'll get hurt and shot. We've got some really uppity million dollar homes and shit like that. But uh Yeah, it's uh it's a I don't know. Like it's people are really kinda uneducated here. And I'm included. I don't think I'm better than anybody. It's just a general ignorance that I don't really enjoy. And I've tried to explain that to my wife, like it just has to do with with education and and manners and racism like i hear people say backhanded shit a little more often than i like and i kind of like to get away from that so Mm -hmm. i think uh yeah that's probably going to be a goal of mine in the very near future just trying to get away from here yeah i've I've grown up in california my whole life so going from the bay area where it's fucking too expensive to live and now i'm in fresno which is in between the bay area and la way more easy to uh to get by off of not having a super big career with a lot you know fucking 100 100k a year um you can get by a lot easier in fresno but i've just pretty much lived here my whole life so a lot of diversity you know a lot of diversity it's not yeah i don't see a lot of racism is the weather nice What's the weather like, Sean? Uh, Year-round, do you weather, guys have seasons? Uh, and no, uh, I mean I've never seen snow my entire life. Never once seen snow oh, up close. Oh, Sean, that's so fucking that's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> never once. Uh, the summers though for me in Fresno are hot, like average of 106 to like 110 is like the average. How's the humidity? Because we have really high humidity down here. This should oh, no. kill you. This should yeah. put you in a in a grave. <laughs> yeah, we don't have humidity here in Fresno. It's dry, 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 dry heat. Uh, I, I live in Texas for a little bit. I moved over there with a girl a long time ago for two months. So it was basically a small vacation. I wouldn't really consider living there. Yeah. But damn, it was fun. When it got hot, you'd get sticky and soaky and nasty from all the humidity. We don't have that here. Oh, man. It's the, it's the bane of my existence. And right now I'm praying for it because it's been fucking cold as shit here for the last couple weeks. 
and uh you know it'll be here before you know it 100 degrees 80 percent humidity like we'll fucking you just sweat sitting still you stand still and sweat will beat up and run off your fucking forehead it's i don't guess yeah i don't get sweaty the only time i ever get sweaty is my head when i wear a hat so it gets a little sweaty in there you know but other than that no like uh in the beginning of February, it was 70, 74. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? This is not February. Right now, it's it's um, right now it's like 60s, so that's cool. It makes me smile. Like, I've always said that I think I would enjoy California. But I, I can't. Some of the places I hear about out there, the, the, the property value and the mortgages and the shit is astronomical like i couldn't imagine having to make some of the nuts that i hear people talk about what they pay and uh, <clears throat> holy shit dude I, you said fresno's a little more manageable i guess mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah my i have a one-bedroom apartment it's uh it's decent size for a one-bedroom apartment bedroom you know small kitchen bathroom living room it's okay size yeah, um, it's I pay set, my rent just went up, so it's gonna be seven seventy five, I think. Um, that's that's a decent price. You go up to the Bay Area, you're looking at about sixteen hundred for a studio. Yeah, see that's in a in a, in a in like an, a just uh, a bland neighborhood, like you know, you an okay imagine, neighborhood. <laughs> Sean, could you imagine starting the month with like a twelve hundred dollar? Just that's your starting nut for your rent. That's got nothing to do with your your utilities your car paint like none of that shit that's just your rent your 1200 in the hole <laughs> yeah i mean my brother lives in this this and it's just in santa clara the bay area he has this two-bedroom apartment it's, it's it's okay it's okay not the greatest neighborhood it's i mean as far as the houses are kind of older the apartment it's a it's a a duplex um they built a target across the street from him. Literally, like when you look at his door, there's a target, the back of a target, like he's right there. And he's only he's only paying like two grand a month. But if he was to move out or if the, the landlord wanted want to make more money because he can make more money, they the, it would be about thirty five hundred. Fuck. Thirty five hundred because his um, his wife's dad <laughs> lives on that same street. In a smaller apartment, and I think it's like thirty two hundred, just right down the street, because he just moved in. There are people that start out the month; they don't have that money, and then they just get they got to pay rent at the end of the month. Like if you were rich, you know what I'm saying? Like you had the the kind of like a salary, or you knew you were good for that. Maybe it wouldn't be as bad. But I'm saying if you're one of these people that's paycheck to paycheck, and you're just living beyond your means, and you start out the month with a thirty two hundred dollar, like come up with it <laughs> yeah that's why people that's why a lot of people have a lot of credit cards man they just lose keep charging my, shit lose yeah. my fucking soul yeah. <laughs> just i have, I have like one credit card right now and it's because a, a, a handful of years ago i had to get some I had to get a bridge and you know in my mouth i had to you know i didn't take care of my teeth when i was younger so when i'm older i gotta pay for all this shit and it was like twenty six hundred dollars to get some teeth work done i'm like fuck credit card man but other than that <laughs> i got like one credit card and i hate charging shit like if i can't pay for it i don't want to pay payments dude 
I never got credit until I got married. My wife straightened me out to where I could get a credit card, so that's nice. But we had credit card debt apparently, and we're working that off now. So yeah, it's uh, it's easy just to charge some shit, man. It's like I can have this now and pay for it later. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I didn't have one as a kid. I was so fucking I couldn't even get a Coles card, bro. Like my shit was so jacked. They said, "Nah, you you don't get credit. You're fucking you're, you're garbage people." <laughs> man, I, dude, I'm with you because I, like, I used to be a drug addict, so I used, to, <laughs> I fucked off a lot of bills. I mean, I went through this phase of drug addiction for like six years, and I fucked my life up. I like, I, I, I did, I did not care. So, I was in a bunch of debt, and I had to file bankruptcy. Now, since it wipes it all out, but you're starting from nothing. You're starting with a bankruptcy in your ba- in your background, so it takes a while. Now I've got good credit, actually. Since you brought it up, I've all, I've wondered because I ha- maybe I've not caught the right episodes. Um, I love like hearing people's stories, especially when they're they're triumphant. Like what uh, what was your your drug of choice, Sean? If you don't mind me asking. Oh no, man! I was a I was a meth addict. No shit. Yeah, a bad breakup sent me down. Like, oh, try this shit. Oh, wait, it goes away. Now life is good. And I and then I worked this job where it was really long, twelve-hour shifts, working like four p.m. to four a.m. shifts, stuff like that. A lot of people there did it. Yeah, and it just it just quickly caught on, man. It just became a, you know, it was one of those guys that get fronted shit and like had to pay it off on when I got paid, and I just had no money and a lot of frauds, dude. A lot of phone. F- like opening up phones in my name and shit. I owed a lot of money to a lot of things, man. Yeah. And you've managed to work that out to where now you have credit. <laughs> yeah. Now I have uh yeah, now I have good credit. Like now I have like actual good credit, uh, 11 years later. Uh, just, but man, I did, I did a lot of stupid shit, man. It was, it was a learning experience and I'm, I'm open about it. Like just the, People should know, no matter how deep they think they are, you can find, you can always find your way out of that darkness. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to find that tunnel and go to it. And a lot of it has to do with leaving behind all these so-called friends that you hang out with that are really just bad influences. It's okay to let them all go. Delete phone numbers from your phone. Just go into a recovery place. Go be, be put in there, though. Don't. Don't I mean meetings help, but go put in a program and learn and you have to re you have to reevaluate your entire life, man. Just change everything. I did. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is the people that I know that have kicked, especially that one in particular, you have to change your life. You, mm-hmm. you have to change everything. And I know people that haven't gotten out of the trap, man. I got an uncle that's still in now, and uh, I think he's in prison at the moment he gets in and out then he goes back he's had a couple kids taken away by the state just a real real uh real winner you know and uh meth is a drug that's very popular here like i thought that it started to kind of go away i remember uh not too long ago before they they made it a controlled substance sudafed or whatever we're mm. There'd be some dopers around here, man, that would literally, you know, hey, you, here's twenty dollars, man. You want to go get me, uh, get me whatever you can get me, and then keep the change, and you know, you make a buck or two if you do it for them. But I just, I don't really care for it myself. That that one, I've never tried, and uh, 
just because it's fucked a lot of people in my family up. But I'm very curious about it. You know, it's I try to be knowledgeable. I don't want to be scared of it. I, I've I've read a lot about it and I've done some uppers, so I think I get the the gist of why it would be like, yeah, let's do this. But I've never tried it just because mm-hmm. I'd probably like it. You know, it's it's one of those things. So I've just always left it alone. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot like most uppers. Even like this cup of coffee right now, I'm right. I'm like, I'm on fire. Like it feels good. Like you drink a good cup of coffee, some espresso, and you're like. You feel good. You want to go out and do shit. That's like that's like meth, but times ten. You know, you just feel like. For me, being socially awkward, I've had social anxiety my whole life, and when I when I did that shit, it was like I could talk to anybody. I just fucking ramble rather for, than me for being three quiet. And a half just, days you could talk to somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I've stayed up. I've stayed up five six days. And oh, talk. Sean, bless your heart. Start, I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine the stories that you've probably got in your head, man. <laughs> yeah, I'd a lot love of shit, to, man. I'd love to hear some sometime. Maybe that'll be a, a whole nother podcast episode just to sit around and. It amazes me what people can bounce back from, and I do kind of admire that. You know, I knew that you have had some some issues, and it's pretty cool what you got going now, man. You know, to to be able to bounce back from something like that because there are a lot of people that don't get out of that one. It's just cool to own shit, man. I mean, I used to buy whatever, own whatever, and then I'd trade it for drugs. Yeah, all the time. I couldn't keep anything. I couldn't keep one DVD. I'd be down at the store trading in for credit selling those you know or whatever cash or i couldn't keep anything now i just like i have shit and i, and I enjoyed it I, I got that point where i could buy nice shit man have a nice tv and consoles and video games and shit and keep them they're, they're mine it uh that drug man does makes you do a lot of shady shit you're just around thieves yeah, that's all yeah. you are you're just around thieves because nobody's gonna work stable jobs and 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 do meth it just doesn't happen construction I mean, workers see that a lot too yeah but that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you construction with, you're building shit yeah. it's a lot of muscle work concrete shit like that you just yeah you just speeding and fucking sweating just okay <laughs> but those guys are storing lines man they're like lines yeah and they get all this energy you know it's different when you get into smoking meth man you're it fucks you up dude Can it's, I tell it you? doesn't it's uh, bad. My mom, we were just having a conversation the other day, and it sucks because I love my mother. I would love to get her on recording, like and just hear some of her stories because she's got some too. But she she really doesn't want, you know, like it's not yeah. ju- it's not just a memory for her. Like it's a painful memory for some of this shit. And she's like, I just yeah, I'd rather do- you don't. You should she- tell her like people listening, man, hearing that stuff. Even if you've been through drug addiction or not you might have family or friends that have been through it you might it's sometimes it's good just to hear those stories yeah. the real real shitty dark side of it so you have concept you have just you have a viewpoint from you know hearing stories um I've, i mean that you can i mean you can listen to some shit you've never been around or seen and you listen you're like holy shit like human trafficking trafficking is really a thing like you know i've never witnessed it or been around people or anything that you know but that's like something that goes on you can hear some stories and get like a, a fucking whole new viewpoint of it. I've heard of snorting meth. I've heard of smoking meth. I had an uncle that would that would boot it. He'd fucking shoot it up, uh, in in his mouth. I said I've heard of him doing it a couple times, like actually giving himself shots in the in the gum, a fucking mm-hmm. dope in between his t- toes, his fingers. I've been around all that, dude. All of it. 
Sean, okay. Here's, All of it, man. Okay, so let me ask you what, because it's just, you just jog my memory. Have you ever, uh, Sean, you know the, the practice of eating scabs? Like, have you ever, you ever done that one? Wait, like a, like a wound? A meth scab. Yeah. Have you, have you not heard of this? You eat the scab? So, there's two ways that your body will excrete some traces of methamphetamine. And this is, you can look this shit up right now. They said that it happens a lot in some of these Mexican prisons where they've got a lot of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The gangs, the cartels, a lot of their drug mules and shit like that. These guys that are just tweakers that run their drugs, they get locked up and they'll be fiending. And apparently you secrete fucking methamphetamine through scabs. And so you can eat scabs and you can also drink piss. Like, I believe at least like one, one rotation after. Like, you can't keep drinking piss and getting meth out of it. But people will get hard up <laughs> and they'll fucking, they'll drink piss and they'll eat scabs to get their fucking, their dose. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, I heard a lot with like truckers piss and shit like that. That's uh, fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, like I just looked up a site right now. Well, I, I didn't get any of that, but it just says meth sores. What are they? And I clicked on it. And like I just see me seeing a picture right here of these crystals. Ah oh, man, I don't. I can't look at that shit. I can't see that shit. <laughs> it's okay, man. I'm sorry. You just kind of you brought me to something that I read one time, and I was like, boy, people. Yeah, that's it. it. That's fucked up. I'm looking at pictures right now. Meth face. She's eating fucking scabs. And drinking piss, trying to. Oh, I, can, I can look at all that. I can look at all the negative Ooh. shit. I just can't see the drug, man. It's like oh, I don't want. I don't want to see that. That's, I don't want to see it. I feel that way about certain drugs. I haven't really tried a bunch. You know, I I did blow for a little bit, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, I've done mushrooms a couple times, and it's okay. Uh, yeah, that's mushrooms about, are good, man. That's a that's very um beneficial. I feel. I uh, had a lot of horrific things happen that you know are very very vivid memories and i don't want to go too deep with any kind of hallucinogenic hallucinogenic uh drug i think that it could be not that great for me yeah i mean if you go into psychedelics with the right state of mind looking for something I mean, it can be beneficial when i did it as a kid it was just i remember having fun and then i remember a couple times having the worst time ever and it just i was like never again <laughs> never had a bad one i only did it twice and both times i was very happy and joyous and uh, uh, yeah but i just mushrooms i never tried lsd or anything like that i uh, i accepted death one time on shrooms and i was like i'm gonna die right now and i guess i'm okay with it <laughs> I was telling this story the other day. I had a buddy that got into, uh, he liked to take Ambien. You remember these kids would take two or three of those fucking things. And apparently if you fight that sleep for a minute, you'll start to hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're sitting talking one night and he goes, yeah, I used to take Ambien like a motherfucker. And I said, yeah, well, why'd you stop? And he said, well, <laughs> he said, so I took two of them one night and I'm two hours past the, the point, you know, so I'm fucking tripping balls. And I'm trying to stay awake. He said, so I'm smoking some weed and I spark the bowl. And when the fire lit up inside the bowl, he said, the devil's face popped out and said, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and he said he felt like jumped and fell backwards off of his 
fucking chair he was sitting in and he woke up you know the next day like upside down with his ass up in the air kind of crooked all fucked up and uh he was like yeah i saw the devil and then i decided i don't need to do any more ambient <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh i never i've never done ambient but i guess people who really have trouble sleeping like it must be you know and if you like you said you fight that like it's it's time to go to sleep. Your body's saying, let's, let's go to sleep. And you're like, fuck it, I'm going to fight through this. I have done Seroquel before. Uh, I think Seroquel is like anti-psychotic, but I remember that zombie feeling of it's like trying to put you to sleep and you're fighting to stay awake and it's a weird feeling. I've had that with, uh, oh shit, what's it called? They give it to you in the hospital, like when you're going to have surgery. Demerol, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. If like it puts you in slow mo, like it puts you in chopped and screwed mode, and you're like, hey, everybody, what the fuck, man? Like it's almost like when you're at the dentist and they get you all do- dosed up on that fucking nitrous. Yeah, I, I mean a lot. Yeah, a lot of people do that with like cough syrup and shit, right? Never fuck with cough syrup either. I can yeah, me, I haven't that, done though. that. You know, people used to drink Robitussin, Robo tripping. That was a thing. Yeah, my buddy used to do it. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm doing. It's. I got clean in 2007, yeah. and uh, uh, the only thing I've done since then is when le- weed was legal in California. I tried it for. I was hoping it would help anxiety, but it just made it a lot worse. So it's like. Oh no! So you're not. Have you tried like edibles and stuff? Or I tried. Yeah, I tried the um, like CBD slash thc it was like a low dose thc a higher dose cbd like oil like the droppers and that even fucks me up man it makes me concentrate on everything that's wrong rather than relax oh and i could see that because it definitely is like a focusing aspect for some folks yeah my mom just just started fucking with the cbd and uh, i would say this to anybody i don't know if you you know, have had any issues with pain, but my mom has chronic back pain. She uh, has a slip herniated disc mm-hmm. and uh, takes a lot of opioids. And I'm not too thrilled about that. I've told her before that I'd really like to try to cut that back because she's starting to get to that point where she's taking, you know, 16 fucking Vicodin a day or whatever the fuck it is and muscle relaxers and all this other shit. So about a month ago, month and a half, I finally put my foot down and I said, mom, you know, let's, let's give this a shot. Cause her pain doctor even said, Hey, if you want to try, you know, some CBD, be my guest. You know, I'm not going to fucking be mad at you for that. So she tried it and she's been on that shit for probably eight years now, solid. And in just a month's time, she's managed to cut her dose back in half. She hasn't quit it yet. But she said she definitely has noticed that the uh, the anti-inflammatory aspect of it is legit. So I would like to say that if anybody's wondering with CBD, you know, it's legal. Give it a shot. If you've got something that hurts and you're worried about it and you don't want to keep taking handfuls of fucking, you know, painkillers. Uh, is, is she taking like 100% CBD or is there THC in it? 100% CBD because that's, that's uh, legal. You can actually buy and ship that, no problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, she's taking, I think, a couple milligrams of it a day, maybe 100, 200 milligrams a day. And she said that in her back, she's made a very noticeable change to where she's cut back her dose almost in half now. Yeah, that's, uh, I've heard that stuff's like, 
It's great, man. A lot of states it's still kind of illegal because it comes from the cannabis plant, but it doesn't have any psychoactive ingredients in it. But it's still weird. So kind of like the um, what do you call the plants that you can make shit out of? <laughs> Weed plants. What's it called? It's hemp, I think. <laughs> yeah, hemp, hemp. Like hemp's like so much stronger than than plastic and and rope and all these other things, right? And and. And some in some places it's still illegal just because it comes from a cannabis plant. Some of them Joe Rogan facts. I wish that they would start fucking maybe looking into that a little more. Like they talk about how they can make plastics and polymers and stuff. We could have cars made out of that shit that would probably be a lot cheaper. So nobody's yep. paying twenty five thousand dollars for a car, you know, that they can't afford <clears throat> to get from point A to point B. I think it would be fun. I'm curious to see what happens next. We got medical pot this year. We're the first state in the South, Sean. Oh, nice. We're getting the ball rolling. Now, I think yeah. Florida got it too, but Florida doesn't fucking count. Florida's its own place. This Florida, is Ar- yeah, Arkansas is, is a hard land, red line, Bible fucking state that actually accepted medical marijuana this year. So we'll see what happens. It's, it's crazy that that's illegal, man. It's like all these places, they want to make weed illegal, but... You're allowed to drink, and drinking is so much worse for your body and for driving. And it's like weed just weed makes you. I mean, uh, alcohol just makes you. You know what I mean? It it impairs your your way of thinking. Yeah, um, I'm. I've always been a proponent for pot as opposed to alcohol. I think it's 100% better. Um, I think it's going to bring a lot of money to this state, and people are going to have to realize, like, dude. We need to uh, we need to get on board with this. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I'm I'm pro weed all the way. Alcohol I'm against, but I drink and I don't smoke weed. <laughs> hey, just let people do whatever the fuck they want. I can appreciate that. That's the, that's the idea behind all of it. At the end of the day, yeah. I wish I could switch though. I wish I I could you know smoke weed or or, or eat edibles and, and be okay with it. I just can't. I've tried it in different ways and it just, every, every way is the same as me, man. It's just like, it, it cripples me, dude. I'll go, Oh my God, my back. Oh my God, my breathing. Oh my God, my arms. And I, I become this cripple and I'm like trying and then everything hurts. Everything on my body hurts and I can see my insides and they hurt. I can see my brain and my, my head tells me there's a tumor in there growing and <laughs> Every single time, 100% of the times, Jody, I'm telling you, man, it's terrible. That's so crazy. What about microdosing? Have you thought about like a Chiba Chew and you cut it up into like five pieces and try? Have you done like itty bitty bitty doses of it? I don't. Well, my, I got some recently from my cousin, these like little mints and they only have uh, five milligrams. Yeah. And I took those and I didn't feel anything from it like at all. So I was like, let me try half of one of these. And then I tried the other half, nothing. I tried a full one, nothing. I mean, it didn't take my anxiety down. It did like as if I didn't even try it. Maybe you're just not built for it, man. I think yeah. there are those people out there. I know people that swear they're allergic to it and say, I can't smoke it. I'll fucking fall out. And I'm like, are you I think serious? I am allergic, man. And they go, yeah, I fucking can't smoke weed. I go, well, that would be the worst thing ever. I want Congratulations. <laughs> I wish I could, man. I'm, I'm totally down for it. Well, maybe you just got to keep trying. <laughs> I know, just plenty of options. even though I'm having the same result every time, it's like keep trying, man. <laughs> yeah, you'll figure it out, man. Whatever. So try indica, try, try sativa. That ain't working. Try a hybrid. That ain't working. Try, try edibles. That try ain't working. Strip, fucking eat a lemon bar. Shove it up your ass. Fucking get get a THC, sativa strain, 
gel capsule and literally shove it up your own ass <laughs> and go from there, man. You'll figure it I, out. Yeah. Because I was trying. I tried like weed, you know, smoking the pipe and got me really, got me real anxious. And then I was like, I tried the, um, I got one of those, uh, the little vape things, you know, that you twist it on. It's like a little e-cigarette, but it's for weed. Like that was awesome, man. It tasted good. Didn't put the smell everywhere. I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. But then, then I start fucking tripping out. Then I'm sitting here for ten hours doing stretches because I'm in pain. <laughs> uh, that sounds terrible, man. I'm so sorry. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me too. Because I I want to. Because I remember when I was younger when I can handle weed. I didn't have as many thoughts going on in my brain of how life should be and what I need to do to keep going, getting by, and my jobs. And I remember just like. Smoking weed and watching a movie, and that fucking movie was amazing. Then you'd eat some food, the fucking food was amazing. Then you'd have some sex, and oh my god, you'd explode. And now it's like, I, I don't get any of that. It's just like, oh fuck, I'm dying. I'm fucking dying. Why didn't I make this choice? Why don't I have a better job? What the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> Maybe it's just because the weed's so strong. You live in California, there's no such thing as this regular old weed anymore. Now you just yeah. got everything hydro, everything fucking... 70% dominant strain, this, that, you know, just knock your dick in the dirt weed. So, yeah, well, you need some of that good smoked... old fashioned brick weed. That's what the yep. shit that you got to cut up, you got to hit it with a hammer a couple times, a step on yep. it. <laughs> yep, that's what I had. First time I got high, that's what I had. I got give me some weed, he got me an ounce for 40 bucks. Just put it in your hand, it's just a clump. Yep, <laughs> it looks like, like the sweet. shit that comes off the bottom of cleats, man. <laughs> oh, I miss those days. And it give you a little headache, but it was still cool because you're high. <laughs> oh, it's, it's unacceptable anymore. Like these days around here, you're playing roulette either way you slice it, but it's better than that that fucking shit. I can't. Yeah, now nowadays you get so high, you fucking you you're convinced that uh that you, that somebody put acid or something in it, or somebody put some crack in it. <laughs> I got that crack weed, dog. <laughs> you have no idea, man. You can I I a couple times I smoked that good shit, even like recently, even though coming from a weed shop in the little the little thing you twist onto the vape pen, even though like that, it's like, you know, everything's measured in there. And it's still convinced, man, that I'm smoking crack. <laughs> Fucking getting high. Like, I shouldn't be this fucked up. That's crazy. Man, I want to relax. Just get high. You just got to keep trying, buddy. Just keep yeah. on keeping on. <laughs> you guys want to get high? It's like, I do, but I don't want to get that high. I can't remember. I just need to get a little high. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to get a little high, microdose. Man, all these guys in like the Silicon Valley are microdosing on like shrooms. A little bit of shrooms don't get you high, they get your brain going. That's I wish crazy, I could do that. I Just get little bits. Just a little bit. Just a little shrooms. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, Sean, I think I'm going to have to go give the baby a bath. Oh, you fucking pushed out of me, man. We're deep. We're deep in the drug talk, bro. I know. God damn it. I just, I know any minute now I'm going to fucking get a text message because I told my wife it would be like an hour, an hour and a half. Oh, that's cool, man. We'll do this again. I'll have you come on my we podcast. We'll talk some more shit. We'll Drugs is a fun topic. Like I say, I've, I've only experienced my own, but I've been around a lot. <laughs> and it's interesting yeah. to see just how people respond to that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Moral of the story, you guys, do not do uppers, meth, and never leave anywhere nice do weed if you can handle it it's beautiful if you can't you'd be like me in the room fucking doing stretches for 10 hours <laughs> guys it's been a blast and i would like you to plug your show sean just so everybody knows i don't know if i officially said it but hit that yeah 
Um, Horribly Awkward is the podcast. And you can find me everywhere. Uh, Twitter, at Horribly Awkward. No, no. At Awkward underscore podcast. Uh, if you want to find my personal account, it's they call me Iams. Just like I said earlier, Iams is spelled just like the dog food. If you guys want to play video games, man, any gamers listening, add me on, on uh, Xbox, PS4, Steam. It's they call me Iams. No space is one word. They call me Iams. So I'm on all that shit, man. I'm a nerd, so hook up. I don't know. This Look podcast was good, dude. Thanks. Let's go fucking shoot shit up. Ah. Let's go fucking shoot somebody. It's been a pleasure, Sean, and I, I'm going to try to get this uploaded today. I've got some stuff kind of in the work, and I, we'll talk about that again soon. But Yeah, man. Whenever. Let me know. Uh, uh, definitely tag me on Twitter so I can retweet it and let everyone know where we can hear us talk about drugs. Love it. I'll talk to you later, <laughs> my brother. All right, man. Peace out, Jody. All right, bye. All right, everybody. That's my conversation with Sean Fuller. And... Uh, I really like Sean. He's he's a good dude. Or John, Jean, Jean Fuller, Fuller. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, it's been a crazy week, guys. Um, a lot of stuff, a lot of fucking rain. Man, I'm pretty happy we didn't float away. We had fucking floods, real bad. Um. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if it's over, but uh, and talking about the weather might seem kind of stupid, but I mean there were places here that got a foot of rain. And that's a whole lot of fucking water to come down in a matter of two days. So uh, yeah, man, that's gonna be fun dealing with the next few days, trying to get around all the the bullshit. So yeah, um, I guess I'm gonna wrap this shit up. Just wanted to say uh, hello again and thank you for listening, and be sure to go check out. Uh, Sean's pages, Instagram, Twitter, listen to his show, show the boy some love. He's a good dude and he's putting out some good product over there in Fresno, California. So that's it. I'm going to get my shit together and get out of here, but I love you. Thank you for listening to the Po Boys podcast. I'm that motherfucker Jody B and y'all have a wonderful weekend.
I can't decide yeah I can't see with your nose in my business yours in my space
Thank you. Give it up for my crew that's been helping me out, man. The days of the new fans and good friends of mine. The guy's running sound back there, he was like 16 when the record came out and shit, so he like knows this shit. Don't say nay. You know that shit, don't you? 